Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today we are joined by Michael Plagman, American Family Insurance Agent at the Plagman Agency Incorporated. Michael has been a longtime supporter of the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. As one reviewer said, Michael is an amazing agent and consummate professional. With offices in Park Ridge and Lakeview, Michael is ready and willing to tackle all of your insurance needs. Welcome, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me here. This is wonderful. Well, we're so glad to have you on this podcast today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where you grew up? Sure. So I'm definitely a Midwest man through and through, uh, born in Ohio and moved to Indiana at some point in my childhood and stayed there until about five years ago. So five years ago, I decided that I wanted to live in a bigger city and pick Chicago after visiting here many, many times. And I was here on a weekend and I had rented an Airbnb in the neighborhood and decided that this was the place I needed to venture next. And so at that point in time, I was working for a business where I was living at home and decided to go ahead and make the plunge and, and move to Chicago. So I did that in 2013, right before the polar vortex, which was quite an interesting decision. <laughs> <laughs> so did you go through snowpocalypse? I did. Yeah, there, were, there was a week or so when I was I was questioning my decision making. But oh, I yes. Survived. Polar vortex might have been post snowpocalypse, yeah, but it was a really awful Sub-zero temperatures. So were our winters that much different in Ohio and Indiana? You know, three hours north from Indianapolis to Chicago, it's amazing how much colder it is. Okay. The lakefront, I feel as though we lose three weeks of spring and three weeks of fall just by being three hours north. Okay. Uh, It's really remarkable. Huh, interesting. But we gained a million festivals. We gained the beach in Chicago and the skyline. So I think it's worth it. It's worth it. So tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. So um, my my background really started in, in the nonprofit world. Uh, I spent a lot of time working uh, with organizations doing donor development and uh, working with organizations to um, improve the relationship with companies and, and businesses that were giving to uh, to their uh, to their nonprofit. I work specifically with the Boy Scouts of America and with an HIV AIDS care coordination organization called the Damien Center. And we, we uh, developed uh, programs to raise money for those organizations, whether it was uh, a popcorn um, uh, drive for scouts across a large region of, of, uh, of, of troops and, and PACs, or if it was a large black tie event and gala for the HIV care or, organization. And so I did that for uh, the first part of my career and before I moved into the corporate world. And so I, I, I have this sense of community that is important to me to always be kind of giving back. And so after um, I did that for a while, I decided I wanted to go and make a little bit of money. And so I went into insurance services, spent a bunch of time um, uh, doing a, a couple of different things and then worked for a consulting firm for 14 years where I was, uh, started out making some cold calls and left as vice president of business development and spent a lot of time uh, opening doors for our business around the world with a number of different agencies, uh, companies that, um, that produce oil, companies that produce tires, bakery goods, um, anything where we could reduce the complexity, improve efficiency, improve productivity, uh, and I did that for a very long time and rode different industries and their peaks uh, in times when they were 
trying to cut the fat and improve their 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 operations. So, um, you know, my background, you know, having the business experience and having a start in nonprofits um, led me to to the insurance world a few years ago. And so for me, I wanted to do something that would be a community staple, something that would marry the things that I want to do, which is to have a business, but also do something important for the community. Um, and so having moved from a smaller town to a bigger town, I felt like I was working at home, um, you know, coupled to my cell phone and my computer all the time where I was traveling to pretty amazing places, including the Middle East and Europe and uh, uh, fantastic places to go for conferences and customer experiences. But we, um, you know, for me, I wanted to be out and, and engage in the community. So I knew it was time for me to go and find a new career. Mm-hmm. And so it, uh, I decided to to uh, to pursue a few different insurance companies. And I fell in love with American Family Insurance and wanted to be a business owner. Yeah. So how long have you been an agent? It seems like it's it's been a lifetime, yeah. but it's really just been two years. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. And in two years, we've done quite a lot. Yeah, we absolutely. Really What's the process like to become an agent? What do you have sure. to do? Um, it's, it's, it's pretty complicated. Uh, there's certainly a lot of, uh, licensing and training to become an agent. Um, and the, the, the opportunity, um, you know, requires a tremendous amount of time. And, uh, and, and for me, I, I needed to, uh, you know, kind of pick out it a little bit and make sure that it's what I wanted to do. So I decided to get all of my licenses. So in order to sell home and auto, you need a license for that. To sell life insurance, a health insurance, you need a license for that. And so when I went to take these classes, I learned that I was really in love with the, you know, with the the methodology, the you know, the the the, um, the, the subject matter. Mm-hmm. So that that's when I knew that I had made the right decision. Um, and so there's a licensing process. Um, there's the, you know interviewing different companies, them interviewing you deciding, you know, how much are you going to invest in, in uh, starting a location or helping someone retire or buying a business. Um, and so a lot of different ways you can approach uh, the business. And I uh, decided to go with American Family Insurance because they have a 100% score with HRC. Mm-hmm. And they also seem to have the management style um, that felt comfortable to me. So I wanted to work with people that were like, that were humans. Right. <laughs> you know, I wanted to work with people that actually had a, a, um, um, a, a very strong stance on, on giving back to the community. I wanted to work with people who, who had an interest in, and, in, you know, being involved in, um, in the organizations around where their offices are located and being able to, uh, to to take care of the dreams of their employees and uh, and also the community, mm-hmm. so it was it was important to me to pick the right cultural fit in addition to the business opportunity. And do you like the jingle? I do. Can you? Yeah. Sing it? Are you? you, you sing I it thought for maybe it? you were going to sing it to me. Should we sing it together? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. All right, ready? ready? American Family Insurance. I think we could win an award for that. I think that was really nice. We just didn't harmonize. No. That's okay. (laughs) We're not going to try it again. No. No. (laughs) Um, So let's talk a little bit more about insurance. Would you give us a general overview of the different plans and what they cover and how they can protect us? Sure. So, you know, um, you know, without, um, you know, diving into a four hour uh, monologue here about insurance, 
Uh, in general, what I do is I will protect anywhere you live and anything you drive. I can't uh, take care of your planes, though. So um, <laughs> if you brought your helicopter, what about your plants? Airplane, do you cover plants? Plants? You drive your plants? No, <laughs> <laughs> no I fail to water them. Oh, you fail to water them. That would be nice. <laughs> um, so, you know, my agency is really, a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a full service agency. We work with homeowners and uh, customers that need to ensure everything that you might see around your house, whether it's um, you know the property that you have inside your home, the structure itself, your liability. So we want to make sure that in today's day and age, a very litigious society, that we take care of ourselves. If somebody were to sue us, we have the right liability coverage. Um, we also work with customers on their high-end artwork, um, things that are important and precious to them, whether it's an heirloom piece or uh, something that um, happens to just have a, a large, you know, sticker price. Um, of course, everything that you drive, your boats, your yachts. So my customers with yachts, I always enjoy asking for an opportunity to take a few pictures so that I can go out on their boat. Maybe it'll take me for a little test drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Lake Homes, we do all of those things as well. We do a tremendous amount of work with our customers to protect them themselves, you know, to protect their lives and make sure that they have life insurance. Uh, so it's one of the reasons why I'm in the business. Um, you know, when I think back to uh, the stories of uh, families that have lost uh, someone that's very important to them that they've not been able to take care of their family after that. Um, my father had always talked about having a lot of life insurance, uh, and he did have a lot of life insurance, but once he retired, that amount of life insurance went down so dramatically that by the time he passed away, it was very, very little. And so those kind of things have a big impact on a family. So I want to have those conversations with my customers, whether you buy from me or not, uh, to make sure they understand what they have and what they're paying for and see if there's something else that they would benefit from. And I do a lot of commercial insurance. So I work with a lot of small businesses, a lot of stores, a lot of offices. Um, we do commercial vehicle insurance as well. So customers have a fleet of vehicles. We can do that. Um, and so we, we we're work with really any kind of business, um, even though you know, something that you might think is, is unusual, we can, we can work with that. I had a customer recently ask me about providing insurance for robots, and so we were able to find a source for that. So I'm sure in Andersonville. What, what about imaginary friends? Imaginary friends, I don't know. That might be a tough one. Okay. So, but I do have a, someone you could call for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would, Would I have to fun? sit on a couch? <laughs> you might have to sit on the couch okay. and you might have a copay. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Are there any other benefits to insurance that one might not know about? Well, so uh, insurance, in, in my opinion, is about peace of mind. So at the end of the day, nobody really wants to use their insurance, but it is there for the time that you have a claim. And that's what we want to be there for is when you have a claim. Um, there are some benefits to working with our company. Um, of course, part of it is, is you know, our, our charitable giving that we do as a company and individually as an agency and agents. Um, part of what we do as well is we have a Dream Keep Rewards program. And if you, whether you're a company of, or a customer of ours or not, you can actually download this 
um, application on your phone. You can log in and the things you do around your house or for your car in the community, if you do volunteer work, if you check the, uh, the, the lint in your dryer to make sure that it's safe, if you check the air pressure in your tires, you can gain points. And after you get enough points, you can get a certificate for a, to go see a movie for free or to get a haircut for free or to get a certificate for dog food. Um, so these are things that we give back as a way to, to the community, whether you're a customer of ours or not. Uh, so there are a lot of benefits to, uh, to what we do besides just helping you replace your car or replace your iPad if you need to. Yeah. I have just a question. Uh, so do you cover renter's insurance? We do renter's insurance. Okay. We do. Yeah. Quite a bit of so renter's insurance. I was shocked. We had uh, a recent uh, barbecue with our building and one of our neighbors who owns there now uh, mentioned that his apartment building burned down. He was in like a two flat right next to the train a couple years ago. And the first question I asked was, did you have renter's insurance? And apparently that's not common knowledge sometimes for people who grow up in Chicago that they need to get that. So what's your best advice? Because I know Andersonville probably has quite a lot of renters. Yeah. Why is renter's insurance important? Renter's insurance is incredibly important. So, you know, I know that when I first moved out of the house, I had things that I took from my parents' house and my parents showed up sometimes with a van of things that they were going to give to me. And it wasn't always the new stuff. So you think to yourself, maybe my stuff isn't worth that much. And so I think there's a lot of hesitation around buying renter's insurance. But at the end of the day, renter's insurance is important for two things. Number one, if you have a fire, all of those things need to be replaced that day. Not over time through your family and or you know, finding the best deal, but they need to be replaced in one day. And the other thing is, is if you're, if you're displaced from where you live, somebody needs to pay for that. So is your landlord going to pay for that? Absolutely not. Are you going to pay for it? Well, I hope you have the money for it. If you don't, a renter's insurance policy will absolutely pay for you to live in a hotel or to rent another apartment for a period of time. It's a huge benefit of, of, of having a policy um, that will cover you for more than the things that you have. Excellent. So would you say you have a most popular insurance plan and does bundling really save you money? Yeah, bundling definitely saves you money. I love that smile. <laughs> <laughs> I know it does. Yeah, bundling <laughs> saves you a lot of money. So we work with customers that they have uh, you know, a single thing to insure and we, we can do that. But it's a lot more fun when we get to bundle your policies together because you can save 20 or 30% off your home insurance or your renters or your condo insurance when you have a car policy with us. Um, when you buy a life insurance policy from us, we give you a discount on your home insurance uh, and on your car insurance. So there's a huge opportunity for that. There's a huge advantage of having those those put, put together with one agency. Plus, you have one person to call. We do personal insurance reviews on a, on a yearly basis. Why not get together once a year, talk with one person about all your policies and have those put together? So you are licensed in multiple states. What does this mean for an individual's insurance needs? Like, for instance, if someone owns a home in Michigan and in Illinois, will getting insurance through you streamline the process? Absolutely. So... Um, I'm licensed in eight states, and it's important for me to be in so many states because my customers have moved over the course of time. I have customers that um, that came with the agencies that I've acquired, and those customers have been around for 20, 30, 40 years. 
Um, and then I have new customers that I attract through social media. Um, but it's also important that if I have a customer here in Chicago that has a home in Michigan or has a home in Wisconsin, a summer home, that I can help them with their policies and have them all together with one agency. It also allows us to, uh, to provide an umbrella policy which can help uh, protect their, you know, protect all of their, their, their uh, liability uh, over across all of the policies. So maybe, you know, we could add at least a million dollars of additional liability insurance across all of their policies by having them with one agency. So it's a tremendous amount of time savings. And then you can also add some other, other discounts by having, again, more policies uh, with an agency. It gives you a lot more um, a lot more ability to work with the overall account by having more of those things together. Um, so can you tell us about your team of people you work with? Uh, what makes a good agent? Yeah. Yeah. So we have, I have a team of four, uh, four agents on my, on my staff and we have a mix of agents that are, that are responsible for sales and customer service. What I love about my team, it's a very diverse team. And we have uh, some staff members that are very focused on making sure that when the customer has an individual need, that they're really good at listening and understanding what are, you know, what is your concern? How can we address that? Make sure that uh, you have that resolved, um, you know, today, tomorrow, whatever the timeline is, um, so that they're happy with the service that they receive from our agency. Um, you know, our agency staff um, varies you know, uh, and, and capabilities on sales and service. Uh, we spend a lot of time, uh, talking about products and we do continuous training. Um, and then, and we're all a dynamic team and that we jump in and help each other. And so if I start a policy with you today and, uh, you call back another day, then someone else can pick that up and run with it. So we all have the same licenses and can do all the same work that the other ones can do. So it's really important to us that we can do that. And we have our own interest in the community as well. And you work with us here at the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce quite often and have sponsored Midsummer Fest, the Andersonville Sidewalk Sale, and our upcoming Taste of Andersonville on August 15th. You are also a regular at our third Thursday networking mixers. It would seem like you like us. We like you too. In your opinion, what are the benefits of working closely with neighborhood chambers like ours? Sure. Thank you. Uh, absolutely love the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. I think it's incredibly well um, structured and uh, very supportive of local businesses. So thank you for all you do for me as a business and for all the other chambers, chamber members too. So, um, you know, I think the benefits of being in a chamber um, is that you have the opportunity to, to, to meet the other business owners and leaders, managers, um, in a way that uh, is structured. So, you know, you can go to door to door and meet people. You can talk, call people on the phone. But once you become associated with, with, with other, other business owners, then it's an automatic, um, almost like fraternity. So you have a reason to be connected. I know that uh, for me, my office isn't right here in Andersonville, uh, but I've, I've lived in Andersonville. I have a, a tremendous uh, number of customers in Andersonville, uh, business and uh, personal customers in Andersonville. Uh, so I get a lot of referrals up here all the time. 
and I probably could uh, open up a third office in Andersonville as much time as I spend here. So um, I think the local coffee shops enjoy me spending <laughs> time there. Um, so, you know, the benefits are, are definitely really heavy and it's great to work with, with the chamber. I love going to all of those events. When I meet new members, I always say that the key to being successful in any kind of chamber is consistency, being there, you know, having your face be seen, even if you go and you don't know anyone the first time or the second time or the third time, keep going because you're going to be a regular in no time. Uh, so there were there have been some new members the last couple of meetings, and I've tried to give them that that little bit of knowledge that I've learned uh, in in my uh, few years in, in doing different chamber events. Yeah, you, so you touched on this a little bit, um, you know, with folks that may be, you know, a little shy or nervous about attending networking events, you know, what advice would you have for them? Sure. Uh, so again, I think consistency is, is the number one key to being successful in networking events um, and getting a chance to, uh, to, to take someone with you as well is a good idea. So I go to some other events. It's a great way for me to follow up with someone that I met at a different event, invite them to go with me to a new networking event. Um, so I've done that quite a bit with uh, our third Thursday events. And I've been able to bring some other professionals that, um, that I have done business with from another chamber or from another neighborhood. And they love it because suddenly they, they're introduced to a new group of people. It becomes my wingman for the night. Um, we have a Andersonville awards night and I bring a customer of mine who's also a referral source. You know, I buy an extra ticket and he's, you know, my wingman for the night. We have a great time. We've gone the last two years in a row and it, it becomes a social thing to do as well. So, you know, go out there and just try, stay, stay involved. And I think that, um, you know, just that consistency will be enough to, to help you be successful and follow up. Um, you know, and networking is, is nothing without good follow up. So if you bring back some business cards, send out some emails, make some phone calls, let people know that you appreciate their time. And even people that you don't think you're going to do any business with, invite them all to have coffee, invite them all to, um, to exchange additional information with you. And uh, the ones that, that respond uh, will also uh, be the ones that are more likely to refer business to you. So I always try, try to find ways that I can refer business to you. So if I was meeting the two of you for the first time, I would ask a lot about the chamber. I would ask about um, what, is the, what is the ideal kind of business that I could send to you um, to recruit for the chamber. And so that's what I would recommend to a new business owner, too, is to ask how you can almost be of service to, um, to the other people that you meet. And then they are going to pick up on that and, and then ask you about your business. So um, we are at the point where we're going to ask you which Andersonville business you would like to switch places with for a day. And don't worry if you need to pick a couple, that's okay too. Okay. Andersonville business I would like to pick for a day. So um, I absolutely would pick Urban Pooch because, um, but I, I wouldn't want uh, Ed and Dan to leave. I'd want them to still be there that day because I, <laughs> I think they're amazing. But I would love to be around all the dogs. I think that would be a lot of fun. And, um, of course, I'd have to ring my gizmo. He's our chief puppy officer. He's a little shih tzu, about 13 pounds. He <laughs> loves urban pooch. So uh, that would definitely be my first choice. And then my other choice would definitely be um, akin to my sweet tooth, which would be George's ice cream. So 
um, hashtag you salty, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I would go for. I probably wouldn't do very much work while I was there, but I would definitely have plenty of ice creams. Okay. Do you get a cup or a cone? I get a cone, a pretzel cone. Okay. Yeah. So it was probably your favorite third Thursday ever when we were at George's ice cream. I a couple wouldn't months have missed ago. it for the world. I told my team, whatever you do, do not over schedule this event. <laughs> so <laughs> my schedule gets over double booked quite often. So that was one that I said, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, thank you, Michael, for being here. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information, where can they find you? Well, please log on to our website at plegamanagency.com. And for show notes on today's episode, you can go to andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast is engineered and edited by Andy Miles in Studio C at Transistor, a gallery shop performance recording and teaching space located at 5224 North Clark Street. Have your own podcast idea? The studio is available to rent. Please call 872-208-5877 or stop by the store for details.